afternoon, good evening, good morning, everybody. It's episode 109 of the PS Nation podcast with you once again, Mr. Mark Singer, Mr. Glenn Percival. That's me. How's it going, Mark? 109 and I'm feeling fine. Oh my God. It's going to be one of those days. <laughs> I'm like uh, a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Without all the bling. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got... Actually, I think we're a little we're we're gonna have a long one this week. We're not in the same room unlike last week, but uh, we will Ooh. we will attempt to keep the pacing up like we did before. Uh, so we're gonna start off with emails like usual. We have a little uh, like ten fifteen minute interview with uh, Mr. Lauren Baumgarten from Furious Gamer Radio. Uh, we wanted to have him back on because there was an update to the application, and also they uh, added a new show to the network. So we wanted to get him back on for a quick update. Uh, some pretty big news this week. Uh, basically, one new release again. Blu-ray new releases. A review of Samurai Showdown Anthology for both the PS2 and the PSP. A, uh, a new feature on the PS Nation podcast. A special text-to-speech <laughs> review of Wanted Weapons of Fate. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, hands-on with Riddick Assault on Dark Athena. Uh, hey, we've got some codes for the Fat Princess Beta to give away. So stay tuned for that. Uh, no, well, well, I'll explain it. Uh, we won't actually. Okay. We personally will not be giving the codes away, but we are, have been given five slots by Sony. So uh, because, uh, well, we'll get into it. Uh, what yeah. we've been playing, and then we'll uh, cover the regular stuff and get out of here. So uh, we had a couple voicemails, but with with Lauren's voice or with Lauren, Lauren's interview, blah, I can't talk tonight. I need a. No, you can't. I need dr- a drink. That's the problem. I only have a grape soda sitting here. Um, the hell? With the interview, we thought we were going to run long, so we didn't want to do the voicemails this week. Uh, but we probably will do that next week since I have my laptop back finally. Thanks, Apple. Yay. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think this first one should probably be covered by you, Mr. Sanger. Why is that? Because it's about 2D fighters. Oh, I oh. thought you were a 2D fighting fan too. I am. But you probably know more about them. And I have your Neo Geo right now. <laughs> 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 Did, All right. Did you wipe it down today? Uh, Soft, dry cloth. I wiped it down with something. All right. Oh, yeah. Good uh, thing that cartridge slot's extra big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, we're, we're gonna get kicked off. Furious gamer now. Yep, pretty All much. Right. <laughs> hey guys, I've been listening to the podcast for a couple months now, and hearing you talk about Street Fighter Four and other upcoming fighting games like Blaze Blue has sparked my interest. A few episodes back, someone asked about RPGs to start with, and this is the same question about 2D fighters. My experience with fighting games is minimal, and I'm looking for some suggestions. Seems recently a lot of 2D fighters have been coming out on the PS2, like King of Fighters 98, Samurai Showdown Anthology, and, double check's name, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus, which is coming out, well, that was last week. Right. To summarize, I'm looking for suggestions for a fighter that can work well with a DualShock in any PlayStation format other than the PSP. From Brian. Um, well, for starters, most fighting games aren't going to play optimally with a DualShock. It's passable in most cases, yeah. But if you if you start really getting into fighting games and get serious, get an arcade stick, get a Mad Cat's fighting pad, or get a USB Saturn pad off of eBay. Although that um, won't work with the PS2 games, though. 
You're right. That won't work with the actually, yeah. The fight pad and the Saturn pad won't. So right. hmm. Yeah, stick with the dual shock then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's the dual shock works for all intents and purposes. Like it does make some moves harder in a lot of games, but if you get used to it, I mean, well, you can still play with it. Nothing but, but wrong with that. But still, don't discount the the Hori FS3. I mean, for the price, it's a good joystick. Well, if you can find it, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's 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 a cheaper stick. But I mean, for the price, you're actually getting a really good stick. It's just not. It's not a Hori, you know, a Hori. What is it? The EX or whatever. The Real Arcade Pro. Yeah, but I like it. I I have one and I really no, like it's, it. It's and, a good stick. I mean, that's what I play with. Yeah, but to get on to his question about the actual fighting games. I think right now my vote is going to go to Street Fighter 4. I'm sure Marquise is rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> or uh, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix. Uh, mainly because, in my opinion, those are probably the two easiest to get into, especially out of what you've listed there. Um, 4, obviously, is what the majority of people are playing right now, because it's the new hotness. You're going to probably find the most competition for that, but... As far as I know, there's still quite a bit of competition online for Super Street Fighter 2 HD Remix. The problem with that is that a lot of the people who are left are going to be really, really good. So it, you're probably going to get your ass handed to you. Well, in any fighting game, really, if you play it yeah. online, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Um, but that's what practice is for, really. So, I don't know. One right. of those two is good. I mean, obviously, HD Remix is a lot cheaper. Yeah. So... Maybe test it out on that one. If you really like it, you can move on to Street Fighter 4. Um, Street Fighter 4 pretty much owns my soul, as everybody hears every week now. <laughs> my, my, my vote is actually King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match. See, I'm I'm actually going to vote against that, because 98's good, but I think it uh, it's more like a fan... Well, it is a fan favorite, but like I think it might be a little too much for somebody just starting out because mm. right off the bat you have to select between two different fighting styles or a mix match of either one i mean there's a lot to take in i was actually going to say king of fighters 11 now See, that's really good but i don't that, it, it i i like ultimate match for the simple fact that i don't know i i, do, I was just really taken aback by it because it's based on probably my favorite snk fighter overall and yeah. it's just an updated version, but I, I, you know, the other one that I can think of right now that is pretty easy to find. It's just a, little, a tad pricey sometimes. Is that Street Fighter Anniversary Collection? I think that's a fantastic yeah, was, one to get to. I was going to suggest that and the Street Fighter Alpha Anthology too. Those were both PS2 compilations, right? Um, Anniversary's got every version of Street Fighter Two. Plus, it's got uh, Street Fighter 3 on it. And Street Fighter 3 is more like an advanced fighting game. Um, Alpha Anthology is also really good, and it collects up all the Street Fighter Alpha games, which got a little complex by the end, but they were better looking than the old Street Fighter 2 games. Mm-hmm. Um, I vote for King of Fighters 11 over 98, only because, for I, I mean, I could totally be talking out of my ass on this, but for some reason, 11 felt very accessible and newcomer-friendly to me. Until you get to the last boss. Well, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> well, every King of Fighters has that problem. Yeah, I know. Same with Street Fighter 4, really. Um, and th- there's a couple to choose from. I mean, like, 11's cheap. You can find that for, like, 10 to 15 bucks. 98 Ultimate Match is 20. You can actually find the King of Fighters, what is it, 94 through 97 collection for, like, 15 bucks. Yeah. Um, that one, I think, kind of has the same issue as 98, though, where I mean, you get to try out more of them, but... 
See, it no, might get a little complex. Last week I would have said World Heroes Anthology, but after playing some more World Heroes, <laughs> I'm spoiled by King of yeah. Fighters and Street Fighter and everything else now. It, it, the mechanics really don't work in World Heroes anymore for me. And I have, what, th- yeah. what three of them? <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. I think I have every one of them ever made for the Neo because I got them dirt cheap. Yeah, that's true. That's a shame. But uh, I think I really still vote for Street Fighter 4 or HD Remix, partly because you can play them online and... Fighting games are really about playing other people. All these other games are offline only, so unless you've got somebody there that's going to be playing with you and learning the game too to give you some competition, yeah, they might not be quite as fun. Um, I would stay away. Like, Actually, I would suggest picking up Samurai Showdown Anthology eventually. I'll get to that more in the review, but that's those games are awesome, but as they went on, they got really complex. Oh, yeah. And uh, Guilty Gear is pretty much the most complex 2D fighting game you can play. Um, <laughs> As we remember, dabble in it. Yeah, get it to dabble in it before Blaze Blue comes out, maybe. But stick to like the Street Fighters for now. All oh, right. and uh, one more thing. Hmm. I saw PlayAsia and NCSX.com have both opened up pre-orders for Blaze Blue Real Arcade Pro. Really? Three. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know what it is, it's like the big-ass really high quality arcade stick um it's not cheap though it's <laughs> very much well the shipping is going to be insane that thing weighs a ton yeah um let me look it up here <laughs> da, 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 yeah. da, da. oh what the hell it didn't show up <laughs> my internet sucks when i'm recording it's <laughs> <laughs> all i got guys well, while you're looking no, that up, I'll... Uh, I'll no, go I found it, I found oh, it. Oh, okay. Sucker. It's uh, 120 plus shipping. <laughs> shipping will probably be 150 so, <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. It'll probably be between like 20 and 30 bucks. I mean, that's obviously not good, but this stick is huge. Yeah. Um, It's got Blaze Blue artwork all over it, but it's it looks to be pretty much the same as the Real Arcade Pro 3. And the, the problem so is it with USB? sticks now is... Yeah. The uh, the problem with arcade six is like nobody has them in stock right now. Um, right. Supposedly, Mad Cats is making more of the ones that they made for Street Fighter Four. My opinion, those are a little overpriced because it's eighty for the base stick and then like one hundred and fifty for the, or, yeah, one hundred fifty for the tournament one. Although I suppose yeah. if you're going to import a real arcade pro, there's not a whole lot of difference there. Uh, I would almost so. say the Hori is going to be built a little bit better though. Well, the nice thing about the. Uh, Mad Cat's one is that it's fully customizable, so you can easily open True. it up, take anything out, put anything in you want. Where the Hori might be, it depends. Nobody knows what the internals on that one are going to be because some versions, like game specific versions that they came out with, had soldered buttons and joysticks. Ah, like yeah. uh, your Fighting Stick 3 does. Or like my real arcade pro, I can just open up and swap out buttons and joysticks and whatever I want. Right. So, yeah. All right. We've probably. I'll have to keep an eye on, on that. Enough. Yeah, yeah, way too yeah much. if uh, we find anything <laughs> else, we'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the next one. This one's from Vader101 over on VG Evo. Uh, he says, first, I'd like to say love your show. It always makes me laugh. Well, my question is, I was wondering if you guys still love the games that were hyped. Games like Killzone 2, Mirror's Edge, Dead Space, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, Little Big Planet, Fallout 3, Prince of Persia, Far Cry 2, and any other games that came up before Christmas up to now. I recently rented and beat Mirror's Edge. I thought it was boring. I hated falling all the time. Also, I own Far Cry 2, and I have to say all the missions are somewhat the same, and that malaria sucks. <laughs> uh, after 
Uh, yeah, actually, that kind of annoys me too in that game. Uh, after hearing about Killzone 2 and all the hype it got, I rushed out on the first day it was out and picked it up. I was hooked on the multiplayer game, but now I would have to say how old it's getting. Huh. Uh, there's no reason for me to continue to get kills now that I'm all ranked up. Secondly, the maps are getting old. DLC, please. Well, we have news about that. I would like to know if you still play any of these games or is the hype gone from them? So, Mark, you really don't play a lot of these. Well, I mean, you, you rented Dead Space. I played like half of them. Um, Mirror's you Edge and Mirror's Dead Edge, Space, didn't you? I thought were... I rented both Mirror's Edge and Dead yeah. Space. I personally did not like either one. Uh, Street Fighter HD Remix, yes, is still good. Little yeah. Big Planet is... I've, I feel bad because I did not give that game the time it deserved and I never even tried to make a level. I still go back to it every once in a while, but it's been a while since I've played it. So I think that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 3 is, I mean, it's good, but once you play through it, you know, not everybody's going to want to play through it again. Prince right. of Persia I skipped, same with Far Cry 2. And Killzone 2 came out way after Christmas. <laughs> February 27th, I think it was. Yeah. Um, it's so good, I haven't even opened it. Ding! Far Cry 2, I got really, really cheap from Amazon Gold Box. I had rented it before that. Uh, I never really got into it. I, I really like it, and I think it really took some great strides in terms of uh, graphics and everything else, and the gameplay was really solid. Uh, I still thought that the AI was a little wonky in it and, and did a lot of driving. The malaria thing, like he talks about, it's a little eh, too, but I think it's a really cool game. It's one that I probably will go back to, kind of like Mercenaries 2 as well. Uh, they're on my list. I want to go back to them. I just haven't had time. Uh, I skip Prince of Persia as well. I don't play Prince of Persia. I never really have. Fall 3, I haven't played. Little Big Planet, I do go back to every now and then, especially since they released that gun package. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with the guns. I mean, that just changed gameplay completely. Uh, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix, I still love the game. I don't play it as much as Street Fighter 4, but I do play it. Uh, Dead Space, I never played, but I w- watched Mark and almost fell asleep when he was playing it. Uh, Mirror's Edge... <laughs> Mirror's Edge is one of those that I played the demo and I knew I wouldn't like it. I think it's a very impressive game. I think I, I love the fact that they went with something new and, and fresh. Uh, I thought the graphics and everything were really cool, but it's just something that I wouldn't play. Uh, Killzone 2, I still love the game. It's not old to me. Um, you know, the whole thing about not needing any more kills to rank up. Yeah, once you get to general, yeah, but you have a lot of secondary abilities to open up. Uh, so unless you have all of those done, which I don't think anyone in our clan does... Um, I think you're missing out on some of that stuff. So you might want to go up and read mm-hmm. up on a fact on that. Because uh, some of the secondary abilities, especially when you can start swapping them, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, yeah, you always got to watch out for the hype, though. Uh, but mm-hmm. in terms of my love for Killzone 2 and, and how much I talked about it, I honestly do love the game. And it's one that I do plan on going through again through the single player uh, and and you know the new DLC that we're going to be talking about in a bit for Killzone Two coming out on April thirtieth looks just impressive as all hell. I, I love the two levels that they chose. So yes and no. I mean, you, you get hyped for some games, and, and all of a sudden you get it, and you play it for like two days, and then you don't play it anymore. And I mean, it, that's happened to me as well. Um, although I wouldn't par- put Far Cry Two in the hype category, really. Yeah, that one kind of came and went. Yeah, I mean, some people talked about it, especially with the the fire system, you know, that they have in it, where the fire actually starts. It, it, it's almost organic, and it keeps running and running and running. But uh, Little Big Planet, I think, did a really good job. 
they they did what it thought it would do. It, they thought it would sell pretty well originally, and then it would just keep selling, kind of this constant pace, and that's what's happened. Um, so I don't know. It, it's it's a really tough one to talk about, but uh, I do play a few of those t- a lot. I mean, I play Street Fighter Two HD Remix a good amount. I mean, at least once a week. Uh, and Killzone Two, I try to play all the time. I just last couple of weeks doesn't count. <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, and then you got games that aren't hyped like worms and I just, and that the game has been out for how many years and, you know, I get it on the PS3 and I, I've just been playing it nonstop. So there's, there's just those games that grab you right away and that's, that's all you can really deal with. Yeah. So, all right. I've, I've Hmm. wandered long enough. (laughs) All right. (laughs) On to number three. Good day, guys. Fluffy nuts here. (laughs) This isn't much of a question for you guys. Honestly, I don't expect you to know, but if you could pass it on to any of your Sony friends at Naughty Dog. Uh, we already know that Drake's partner in Uncharted 2 is an Australian, but I just want to know if she is a normal character who is Aussie or a stereotype of what Americans view Australians as. <laughs> for example, <laughs> this a knife? Oh, where's the dingo? <laughs> if you could find out where it would be, if you find out, it would be great. This could make or break the game for me. Thanks. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Wow. We, we got some shit last week for our, our poor English accents. You got to remember, all that we know yeah. about a lot of these a lot of these voices and cultures is what we see like in cartoons and everything. So, you know, we hopefully when we joke about it, people understand that we're joking about the stereotype. We're not making fun of specific people, except for of course Tay Tay, but. <laughs> I mean, re- repeat kind of got it when he came here, I think, and we, you know we always made fun of him with Outback Steakhouse and all that. So uh, I will f- forward that on to Richard at at Naughty Dog and see if he has an answer for you. So yeah. I will I will shoot well, that over to him. Uh, the new female is who he's referring to, right? Yes, because it, isn't that being that's played by Claudia Black, who is actually an Australian actress? Correct. So, so I would hope that maybe. <laughs> It would be hopefully maybe if they, if they wrote a line wrong or anything I think they actually have and I'm don't quote me on this but I do think they actually have at least one Aussie working at Naughty Dog I'm I'm almost positive um, <laughs> I get them and a couple other studios confused sometimes so I want to say I I think they would try to make it right you know especially with Richard being from England and I think they actually mm-hmm. cover quite a few countries there but. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll forward that over to Richard and see what he has to say. How about that? All right. Or if he'll say anything. <laughs> I'll get the no comment. All right. All right. Move on. On to the next one. Uh, hello, guys. Reefer rules here. Oh, boy. This is going to be a long, rambling email that starts with <laughs> a really nice question and goes on to like talk about snack cakes and stuff. Uh, and you guys do a great job. <laughs> hey, man. Want to hang out and watch The Grateful Dead? Uh, you guys do a great job every week with the podcast. I've been enjoying it for around a year now, and I'm glad you guys don't constantly whine about the PS3 po- price point. No, it's only Mark. Yeah, we do. Or the skews like <laughs> some other podcasts I listen to. My question for you. <laughs> my question for you, and maybe you can get with Professor PlayStation on this. Uh, actually, I think I can answer this one. What is the, what is with the copy protected save games? Uh, or game saves. I don't remember if I heard you discuss this topic before, 
I have two PS3s. I have a day one 60 gig upgraded to 250 gigabytes and a 60 gig upgraded to 160 gigabytes. I bought the second system to carry with me when I'm on the road working. Holy crap. Uh, I was off work for a while when Killzone 2 and Resident Evil 5 came out. So when I got ready to head out for work, I was shocked to find out I couldn't copy either save. Uh, Well, pissed was more like it. So I had to bring out my launch PS3, which had never left the house prior to this. Now, because I brought it out, I have I have to load the disc in several times to get it to read. So so now I fear I might have to send it in for a pair, which when it won't read anymore. There is really no reason for game saves like this. Doesn't the dev just have to lock the save file to your PSN ID to prevent sharing? I'm not a I'm not a completionist by any means, but I if I really enjoy playing a game and want to get the platinum trophy, yo. I would be really pissed if my PS3 died when I was spent when I would sprint ah, bleh, when I had spent a crap load of hours to get the platinum trophy yo just because the save file was copy protected. Uh, keep up the good work, PS Torgo. Get off Savory's couch and get a job already. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't the reefer dude be getting a job anyway? Um, he has one. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so uh, how I understand it, and this really came up with uh, Burnout Paradise, I know was a big one, and also uh, Rock Band 1 and 2, is that they lock it for a couple of reasons, and the main one is the trophies, actually. Uh, because, you know, for a long time, and, and there's still a site out there, a few sites, where you could, uh, since you can just throw a save game onto your USB drive, you can take it over to your PS. Uh, or your, to your PC or your Mac or whatever and upload it to one of these websites so that you could share save games. Uh, so, to, you know, so if you, everything would be unlocked for you in the game or whatnot. And they said that's why they locked it in Burnout Paradise was for the trophies, though. Um, so I know that some developers do it because of that, which I think that's why it's done in Killzone 2 as well, because I know that came up. Um, hmm. and, and, and I've got the same problem. You know, I, I've got... Especially with Rock Band 2, I wanted to use my save game on my other PS3 when we had MGC, because I took my spare PS3 down to MGC for us to use. And instead of using my save game, which I couldn't, because even when you back up your PS3, Rock Band 2 won't follow you. Um, we just had to use the code to open up all the songs. So from what I understand, it's 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 mainly because of the trophies thing. That's what I've heard. Stupid if anybody trophies. else has any... That's What's what your that? trophy hoes get. See? <laughs> you guys wanted your achievement-like system, and you get it, and now look what happens. Now your save games can't be can't be transferred. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if anybody else has any insight into this, you know, definitely give us an email, and, and we'll do a follow-up with it. But as far as I know, that was the biggest reason, was the trophy thing. Lame. So. Totally lame. Like, totally lame. <laughs> All right. Last email, sir. Okay. Okay. All right. This is from PSNID Farmer underscore Steve. Well, my PS3 died today. And while I wait for Sony to send me a box and stuff, I wanted to know if you guys have any suggestions of good PS2 games that will amuse me for a few weeks. I like RPGs and adventure games like Final Fantasy and Dark Cloud, as well as any game with a good story. Just don't suggest another Final Fantasy game. I finished FF10 <laughs> a few weeks ago, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> also, I know one of you, I think Mark, had to send their PS3 in a while ago. Does it take a long time? Anything else about it that you feel like sharing would be wonderful, as I don't really know what to expect. 
Although I was happy when someone who spoke English answered the phone at Sony. <laughs> Keep up the good work from the Fama. Yeah, I did have to send my PS3 in. That was like that a year a and a half ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's probably close to two years. But uh, it went really smoothly. Um, it was still under warranty, and I had the receipt, so they fixed it for free. It did take a while for me to get the coffin they sent. I think it didn't take like a little over a week. Yeah, and I, I was, was kind of like ticked a couple because, days. Yeah, because I was getting kind of ticked because I'm like, great, how long am I going to be without it? But then uh, I sent it off, and I got the. I think they they didn't repair mine. I think they actually gave me a refurb replacement, and I had it within five days after that. It was actually it was like. Mm three or four i think it was like super fast so i think they must have shipped that out right when they got the confirmation that i'd ship mine or something so that went well i've heard a lot of other people have had good luck with it um i do gotta say though like i keep hearing more and more people having their ps3s die i mean you look at our forums yeah it sounds like the yellow light is becoming a a prevalent thing the one that one with marquee sounds like it's his hard drive but it was an upgraded hard drive hmm so I haven't well, gotten all the details on his, but yeah, I haven't either. I should. Um, I'm getting kind of worried though, because that means we can't make fun of the Red Ring as much if PS3s are going to start dying oh, left and right. I don't think it'll ever be as bad as the 360. I mean, maybe not, but either way, like I, I think it's shitty. I think it's really shitty because both this and the 360 are very expensive luxury items. Oh, I agree. And if you can't expect it to last, and unlike you were saying with the lock save games. If you get a different PS3, yeah. you're screwed. I think that's actually why Marquis want, is like pissed because he wants confirmation he's getting his system fixed so he can keep his save games. Right. So I don't know. This yeah, we'll uh, the full this worries me. Yeah, this really worries me. You worry and too I, like, much. You're gonna go bald. Yeah, but I've I've been one of those people that has had shitty luck with all Sony hardware. So yeah, I'm not uh, too happy about this. That's because you always denounce Sony for Sega. <laughs> well, that might have something to do with it. But hey, when I had abandoned Sega for Sony back in the PS1 days, my PS1 <laughs> died twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on my second Dreamcast. Well, true, but that's a dead system. <laughs> <laughs> Just dead the day no, I, I had. It. I had problems with my PS2 numerous times. I've had to open that thing up and adjust the laser I don't know how many times so it can keep reading CDs. Right. Um, I eventually was able to cobble together a second PS1 because I just bought so many broken ones off eBay to fix mine. Mm. And now my PSP has like a ring around the inside of the screen. Actually, if anybody has this and knows what the hell is up with it, let me know. I'm thinking it, your glue is coming screen, loose. I don't know what it is. There's like a faint ring like just inside the borders of the screen. I can only really see it on dark backgrounds, Man. but it's annoying me. Like I did it dropped the damn thing on the kitchen floor a couple weeks ago, and I didn't notice it right after that, but there might be some correlation there. So, you think? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but how would that make the screen do that? I mean, it's uh, possible. Either but. you crack the LCD and there's liquid uh, uh, leaking into there, or, like I said, the glue that holds like the screen or something on might be a little loose, or it's peeling, something like that. I mean, there's a lot of things it could be. Fix it. You fix it. You broke it. You don't have a job. Fix it. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, uh, 
we uh, like like I mentioned before, we we had uh, Lauren Baumgarten back on the show uh, just for a few minutes to talk a little bit about Furious Gamer, uh, the application and the uh, website and what he wants to do with it. Uh, they they actually updated it for the first time. Uh, they also got a new show on the for- on the uh, on the network. Man, I can't talk tonight at all. Uh, but Burp. also, you know, he wanted to really get on here and thank all the people that that went over to their forums and gave the feedback. And you know, he told me last week that it sounds like a majority of the people that really went over there were like our listeners or the VG Evo people. So. Uh, you know, I, ke- I kept telling people, I tell people all the time that I think we have one of the best communities out there. And I think this is another example of that, that fact. So, uh, give this a listen when it's done. We're going to go right to a break from there. And when we come back, uh, we'll hit the news. All right, everybody back with us once again is Mr. Lauren Baumgarten from Furious Gamer Radio. Uh, we all know that you heard our last interview with him because apparently, there's a lot of uh, our listeners on the forums over there. So, uh, Lauren, welcome <laughs> back to the show. Thank you. And uh, it, it's it's good to see that things are moving forward. We wanted to get you back on the show again today to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with Furious Gamer, uh, like maybe a new edition, and also uh, I know that you had your first update come out for for the application. So we wanted to get you back on to kind of discuss the application uh, and discuss what the update was. And uh, then, I don't know, we'll see what we talk about after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, what, what, what's with the update? What, what happened with the update and uh, what did it fix? Well, we did, like you said, we did just come out with the first update and I, I appreciate you guys having me back on to talk about it. I wanted to, uh, one of the reasons I wanted to come on your show specifically is because a lot of the update was driven by your listeners. Um, I don't know if you remember our first conversation. You told me to be careful what I asked for when I asked for your <laughs> listeners to give us feedback. But uh, I really wanted to come on. Your, your listeners were fantastic. I, I really wanted to come on and say thanks to you guys and to all your listeners who are uh, just some of the best listeners out there. We did, in fact, uh, get some feedback from the folks that listen to your show, and it's been great feedback. Um, so I wanted to say thanks, first of all, to them, people coming over to the forums. I think uh, I mentioned to you before that uh, I had a couple people come on over the forums and start the Name the Monkey thread. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, and I don't, think, I, don't think, so far. I don't think I've had uh, any uh, of your two names, actually, which was a surprise uh-huh. to me. <laughs> um, but uh, what were the prevalent names? One of the, one of the listeners actually put their own name, uh, which, was surpri- <laughs> which was surprising to me. Was it Tay-Tay? Um, <laughs> and I, I don't remember what the other prevalent names were, but uh, that was uh, really neat to see people get on there. And like I said, we've had some great feedback. So we did just release the update um, about, well, what is today? Today is the 15th we're recording. 15th. Is that right? Yep. Tax day. Tax day, everybody's um, rushing out. Yes. Um, so I think we released the uh, update a little about a week ago, a week and a half ago, and it, some bug fixes, some little tweaks. Some of the big things that it fixed were some people were actually, including myself, which is kind of funny, were having some uh, crashing issues on startup. Hmm. And it was a very small amount of the people, but the people that were experiencing it were experiencing it on a regular basis. Hmm. Um, and hmm. so that was really frustrating. And actually, funnily enough, I was one of those people. And so... Um, it was very, very frustrating, but um, we got that worked out. And in doing that, we optimized the uh, performance in general. And then there's some little tweaks we fixed, like little buttons we missed and stuff like that. Um, 
And then one of the other big fixes that uh, we were able to take care of, which uh, a few of your listeners had, had asked us about, was uh, it's now compatible with both generations of the iPod Touch. Ah. So initially, it's only working on the second generation of the iPod Touch, and we were able to take care of that as well. So Very just cool. a little update optimizing the performance, but uh, we wanted to let people know that it was out there and that if you had the iPod Touch that you could go ahead and use it now. And if anybody was experiencing any crashing issues, that those should be fixed. If, if uh, that continues for anybody, you know, again, we, we invite you, we beg you, we want you to come to our forums, call, see us on uh, Twitter at Furious Gamer or whatever, and let us know, you know, what's going on, good, bad, or otherwise, because we really would like to know how it's working on people's iPhones and iPods and how people like it and features and so forth. Right. Yeah. Cool. So uh, uh, so that was the first update, and then we're actually working on the second. Sorry to interrupt you, but we're in, we're uh, working on the second update already, which hopefully will be out. We wanted to get that one out as quickly as possible to fix some of that crashing stuff, but hopefully the second update will be out. Uh, hopefully, I would say the next you know two to four weeks at the most, and we're again tweaking some performance issues. We're going to be adding one of the biggest things that people asked for on the iPhone was some sort of indication as to when a new show has come out or when the show was published or updated. Uh. Um, so we're gonna. I uh, I announce that every time there's a brand new show, I do announce that on our Twitter. Uh, I I uh, let people know that there's a new show out. But if you're not following the Twitter for whatever reason, and you go to the iPhone app, it doesn't really. You can't tell at the highest level if a show is new or not. You have to actually sort of go to it and listen to it. And so, um, what we're gonna, we're going to add the date in there so you can tell when the show is published because that was probably the most asked for uh, additional feature. So that'll be in the next update in the next couple few weeks. Cool. Cool. Just to let people know. Wow, a developer that actually listens to the people that buy their product. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I think I think that's just the coolest thing in the world. I don't know if you guys have been uh, following Wolverine at all, which comes out, I think, May 1st. But uh, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm starting to get a little uh, psyched for that game. And so I went over the forums, and uh, the guys at Raven are just, uh, just interacting with their community incredibly. And they're being... Yeah. Uh, completely forthcoming and very honest. They've they they've said specifically when the demo will be coming out and explained why. And it's it's just it's such a neat thing to see. Like you said, a developer huh. that well, that is forthcoming see, and honest. They're cool people. They're in Wisconsin. What do you what do you expect? Yeah, are they, are they really? That's yeah, funny. They're down in Madison. That. <laughs> well, that explains it exactly. Uh, and again, if anybody <laughs> at Ravens listening to this, we'd love to come down and check it out. I was going to say you guys should absolutely <laughs> go down there and interview them. Um, Why don't we email them? <laughs> we probably should have done that. <laughs> uh, don't get me started. Um, but no, it's it's just it's I, I, to me that's the coolest thing about the gaming community. Really, is that I think it's one of the most active and interactive communities that exists on the internet. And I absolutely it is a fundamental part of my business model to to uh, to. I mean, this is built for them, man. I mean, right. we're all gamers. It's built for us. It's built for you. It's built for everybody who's just a gamer. And so while while I don't, I'm not, you know. An endless water fountain of money and can't do everything that we would want to do. Um, you know, we're, I, I just—it's so cool to see people be responsive, and we absolutely intend to be that way. So, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, good job, peeps, and uh, get out there and, and give some more feedback, and, and you know, keep on top of things. Don't let these yeah, guys rest on their laurels. I'm going to come up with a trophy for them if they keep doing that somehow. <laughs> nice, a monkey-shaped trophy. I, I don't know what it'll be, but somehow I'll make it happen. Cool beans. <laughs> so um i also got a an email from you i don't know how many days well but over a week ago about another new addition to the uh to the network 
Uh, yeah, that's right. We added. Um, I, I was listening to your show last week, as I always do. <laughs> as you were searching, it was right there on the tip of your tongue, searching for the name of that show. But uh, uh, the, we just added a new show. It was about a week ago called Epic Battle Cry. Uh-huh. Which is Epic uh-huh. Battle Cry is the official podcast of EpicBattleAxe.com. And it is uh, Tony Grice and uh, Daniel Kaiser from Game Trailers TV. Right. And uh, Brent, Brent Adams do a podcast that they, uh, that they broadcast from their website. This course is on iTunes. And, and they also put up on GameTrailers.com. And the three of them do a podcast. It's a, a great podcast, 30-minute show. Hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they have joined the network, which we're very, very excited about. And, and um, you know, as, as we grow, we will continue to add some shows. And we continue to work on our own original content, which I uh, – cannot divulge at this time <laughs> but, uh, we're still working on that so i'll let you know as soon as we have more information on that as well but yeah yeah i keep getting uh awesome. messages from other podcasters like how do i get on the network how do i get on the network yeah you know i actually just sent out um an email i think i told you guys before in our previous interview we've had now almost 30 or more shows um <laughs> Hit us up yeah. to, to join the network, which is fantastic, and I love it. But I think I've told you guys uh, personally that you know we're, we're with the launch of the network, we're barely keeping our heads above water, keeping up. And so I just emailed all those people and said, "Hey, you got to give us a couple months to uh, right. to kind of let the dust settle and figure out what's going on." So um, if people there's you know there's people that we have been have had and have been talking to since before the inception of the network that. Um, we continue to talk with, and, and should they end up on the network, that may happen over the next few weeks. But by and large, um, as far if anybody's listening, as far as adding new uh, shows, we just need a little time to sort of get our feet on the ground and and see what's going on around us. So we uh, do appreciate it, though. I, I'd say you know just to make room if we if we want to do something in the short term, I'd just drop those bastards at 360 Nation and put somebody else on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's wow. interesting, you know, because I, I was just talking to them, and they said the exact same thing about you. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm turning uh, them towards Sony and Sega anyway. It's not 360 anymore. You're turning them towards the dark side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think turning them, over to, turning them the Sony way is, is going to be very difficult. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, I think you. I think you could ask them directly, and they. You can actually hear them on their show, kind of holding their hands down. You're like, no, no, don't talk about Sony. Don't talk about Sony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are they hosting Warhawk Wednesdays again? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Actually, yeah, I think we're going to be taking that back over. Warhawk Wednesdays. Yeah. Did you tell them that, or are you just going to do it? Was that that was the announcement <laughs> right there. I'm going to roll in. This is ours, fuckers. Um, <laughs> No, I, I think I've I've kind of thought about it. It's just the last couple of weeks has just been just weird and insane for me. So I haven't really had the time to sit down and and talk to anybody about anything. You got plenty right of now. time. You don't have a job. I don't, dude. I I was waiting in Oshkosh to see when they wanted to have the interview and blah blah blah. And that was actually what right before we started. My phone rang. That was my buddy Adam calling to see if I was going to be down by him at all to go to the interview because we didn't know what was happening and whatnot and, and stuff and junk and things. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, well, uh, Lauren, I mean, do you guys, do you have anything else in the works that you can talk about or are you just kind of working on the next patch and that's kind of what you're focused on and, and, 
and uh, just going that route or that's what we're doing i mean there's as far as what's in the works you know relative to what we can talk about as i said we're moving forward with our own content we have some pretty exciting stuff happening with that but i don't want to quite talk about it just yet because you know you don't like to say anything until it's a hundred percent concrete so uh, you don't end up not delivering on what you say, but we're still working on that. And we're still working on the patch, and you know any love that we get from people, you know the response we've had from uh, everybody who has the application has been phenomenal. I mean, by and large, what I'm getting back is that people love it. They love what we're doing. They're 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 uh, very very grateful that to finally have something like this on the iPhone and people asking for uh, you know the Android platform and the BlackBerry platform which is also something we're we're trying to to work on and as soon as we make decisions about that of course uh, we'll let people know but uh, the people that have it we're getting great feedback and now really honestly our task is to is to get it out there to the masses because I think it's I really do think that it's one of those things that uh, when people know that it's there, it's it's something that's been you know woefully lacking in our industry that people are looking for. And so, any love that people can give us on their twitters or posting on forums and talking about it is is uh, just very very much appreciated. We're we're hoping for a little sort of viral love in the gaming community. <laughs> Put it on Ooh. Ashton Kutcher's Twitter. They're trying to get a million Did, lo- uh, followers today. I know. If I could, if I could make it the millionth, I suppose we. Did you see the article about EA? Said that they'll yeah. uh, put his million Twitter in a game. That's well, they'll awesome. put him in the Sims Three, <laughs> and they're going to give him every game they release in two thousand nine. Oh my god! I, you know, that is very funny. I wish, Ashton Kutcher. I wish that maybe if I became the the millionth follower of Ashton Kutcher, that I would get one request, and that request would, of course, be, "Can you please go away, Ashton Kutcher?" <laughs> um, I'm sure there will be something not for him and uh, Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. Um, oh, God. <laughs> not far behind with the uh, with the Twitter post. So there's I, I heard the guys over at CADcast attempted to. I don't know how it worked out for them. Attempted to get their listeners to spam uh, Fallon about the CADcast, but uh, nice. You know, maybe I can get everybody to spam Fallon about uh, Furious Gamer Radio. There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, Fallon yeah. knows what the gamer wants. I mean, he had Morgan Webb on the show, so. Well, and actually, you know, it's funny, I, and I haven't, I haven't even made any attempt to contact him at all. But Kip Fallon is definitely a gamer. There's no question about it. Right. Um, and he's, I mean, he's into that culture. Him, Will Wheaton, those kind of things, and and uh, yeah. you know, like I said, we're, Will Wheaton would be cool. <laughs> yeah, Will Wheaton would be good. People bow to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is the man. god of culture. No question. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's going on. But again, feedback has been great. People, your listeners have been fantastic, and we're just we couldn't be m- more excited about the response that we're getting. And so now we're just really working to to get the word out. All right. Well, we'll we'll continue yeah, to awesome. do that. And well, you guys um, have been great. You know, I really great. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, no and problem. And of our uh, listeners out there that have Twitter or Facebook or whatever else, get the word out. Mm-hmm. You're that's too kind. <laughs> you are too I mean, kind. It's not like you, you know. It's it, that, that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. I agree. It it, so. it is, and I, you know, this is again, this is something I think it, it, for me anyway. And, and I know you guys had the same response, which is why you uh, decided to come on board. Is that it's one of those things that you see it and you just go, of course. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't I? And what's taken so long to get this? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, it's, and that is truly, you know, it's funny because people, and this is. Um, you know, this is this is not me just trying to drive sales, but but honestly, you know, this, we've told you before. This is three guys trying to make this happen, and the the growth in listenership is is couldn't be more directly or implicitly connected to us building this for more platforms. I mean, we are literally right. if we get X amount of sales, we have made enough money to pay the people 
to make it for Google. And then we'll get the next X amount of sales. We'll make enough money to build it for BlackBerry. And so it's directly tied. And we really, you know, we really want to, and that's where all of our money go. Like any money we make in, in the, um, in the short term here is all going towards just building it from, we want to make it accessible to as many people as possible for Google and BlackBerry and ultimately, you know, any other platform that we can think of the Palm and, you know, but so if, so, if, you, if you make the application for two more platforms, then will be the time that you can spend some of that money on hookers and blow. <laughs> Just wondering. We're waiting not, for that uh, day ourselves, Lauren. I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure legally how I can answer that. <laughs> well, that's right. I will say to you, though. Get your priorities straight. You got to have the hookers and blow early on in the process. <laughs> well, then it might inflate your ego a little bit too much. You, you, you got okay. to dig through a little bit, and then uh, all right. In an effort, in an uh. effort, guys. Uh, in all honesty, in an effort to uh, to really be upfront with all the people that uh, that um, decide to purchase the app and partake in the radio network, I need them to know that that I promise you that none of your money goes to hookers and cocaine. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yet yet that, that, that'll be that will be <laughs> that'll be when we meet at e3 and me trying to say thank you to you okay glenn and mark here you go here's your hookers, well, hookers and some scotch maybe hey there you go oh uh, yeah well actually we're gonna we're gonna set up uh apparently zaku is getting a suite sony got him a suite for e3 so i think we're gonna set up and there's our, our recording studio so okay nice We'll, we'll keep calling down for extra pillows. <laughs> Charge it to Mr. Underhill. Cabana <laughs> <laughs> one. All right. Well, Lauren, uh, thanks for coming on again. And, uh, you know, like I said, just like this, if, if we get any more updates, any more announcements, uh, we definitely want to have you back on and talk about it. And uh, at least we'll show you some love, unlike that Major Nelson guy. <laughs> uh, now wait i didn't say that i didn't say that <laughs> we did <laughs> uh, no, thank you guys very much i really appreciate it. it's always good to be on here and again thank you so much to your your listeners are a great group of people yeah i agree get out there guys yeah. uh furiousgamer.com or just go to the app store on your uh, iphone or ipod touch look for furious gamer and buy it it's 99 cents my god that's cheaper than like a yeah. pack of gum nowadays it actually is. I just bought a pack of gum. It was a dollar thirty-five, and I almost punched the clerk. This is gonna last you a lot <laughs> Did you longer. Knock over the magazine those... rack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the stride commercials tell you. This will last longer than even that stuff. Far longer. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, Lauren. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Hey kids, this is Chip Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. That's great, Vince, but we're here to tell all the folks about the noisy gamers. And Slap Chop. Oh, damn you, none of that stuff. We're here for the noisy gamers. All right, cut. No champ. It's called the Amplified Gamers, all right? Yeah, that's what I said, the Amplified Gamers. No, you didn't, you crusty old bastard. Do it right or we aren't paying you. Let's get back to work. And action. Oh, yeah. So, so like I was saying, you're going to love the loudish gamers. You're going to love my nuts. Damn it. Yeah, and on the noisy gamers, you'll hear all about your favorite tunes 
and hear all about your favorite games like Mr. Pac-Man and Killeria 2. They use it as a towel. Really? I don't see how that works. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. Eh, I thought it was a podcast. Sham wow. Made in Germany. Oh, I didn't know it was made in Germany. I heard they have good hot dogs there. One slap, you got big chunks. What are you talking about? Slap chop. Huh, I'm confused. I thought we were doing a commercial for the Sham Wow. No, the Amplified Gamers. What? You're going to love my nuts. So remember, kids, check out the Amplified Gamers every week on Sunday evenings. Go to VGEvo.com and look under the podcast network. The Amplified Gamers is a proud member of the VGEvo Podcast Network. All right. Well, our thanks to Lauren for coming on the show again, and uh, hopefully we'll get him on again soon. Uh, if nothing else, we'll probably see him out at E3. We'll get him drunk and find out what he's planning on doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so before we get the news, uh, Mark's got something that he needs to say. Woo! We have an interview with Double Six Games, the creators of Burn Zombie Burn. Um, thanks to scheduling snafus, this ended up being a text interview, which uh, will be posted on VG Evo as one of the feature articles on the front page where you will also find my uh, Hammer and Hero review from last week. Um, we don't, we're don't. we hoping it's up by the end of the week, so if it's up by the time the show is released, there will be a link to it. Otherwise, you'll see it right on the front page. Yeah. But uh nice little interview. Thanks to everybody who submitted questions, and thanks to Jim Mummery, the creative director and lead design on Burn Zombie Burn. Uh, lots of nice little insights. He hints at DLC in the future. So Woot. take a look. It's nice, and make sure to play Burn Zombie Burn. And uh, I believe Jack Bauer went and made ahead and made a Burn Zombie Burn score chase thread. So yeah, he did. that's in the PS Nation section. Um, I have to actually get a decent enough score to put one up. So <laughs> me too. It's too bad I really suck at the game. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah, I do too. I just have not played enough of it. So there you go. Enjoy. All right. All right, well, on to the news. Uh, the biggest news came out today that um, SCEE is getting a new boss. Uh, Yay, is found it out about yeah, Found out a little bit before noon today that David Reeves is retiring from Sony Computer Entertainment of, Ameri- or of Europe. I'm sorry. Uh, he's been with the company since, I believe, 1985. Um, says that he's retiring. Uh, there is some kind of... Rumor going around that he's actually going, not retiring, but that he was going to go to the developer behind Crackdown. So mm. there's there's some rumors floating around, but basically he announced his retirement today. Um, and also his replacement has already been announced. Uh, I got a press release about nine minutes later after the first one. And uh, Andrew House has been named new president and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe. He's actually right now the chief marketing officer and group executive of Sony Corporation. Uh, so he's been promoted up to the president role. Uh, and they say in his new role, House will be responsible for managing the PlayStation business across nearly 100 countries in the Europe slash PAL territories, including the company's PlayStation 2, PSP, and PS3 platforms, as well as PS, uh, PlayStation Network. Uh, he's been with the company since 1990. Uh, he started working there in corporate communications in Japan for five years. Uh, moved moved around in the company and uh, has made it up to president. So, too bad I can't like move around in a company like that. Like ten years later, I'm president. <laughs> what the hell, man. Well, get a job first, <laughs> then you can work on that. <laughs> oh yeah, damn. <laughs> you always got to bring me back down, man. 
Why are you yeah. bringing well, hey, me I'll down, I'll bring man. Scott down, too. You guys can yeah, start the Jobless Nation podcast. <laughs> Actually, I think we're going to record that next Wednesday after I after we do everything in your house. I think I'm going to go over to Scott's and we're just <laughs> going to get wasted and record on Wednesday. <laughs> there you go. I think that'll be fun. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. I feel your pain. Trust me. All right, on to the next one. You should probably read this one because it's more relevant to your interests. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, we had a post on uh, the 13th a couple days ago that Infamous is not going to release in June after all. Uh, in fact, oh, it's going to Oops. release. I had these what? in the wrong order. <laughs> I thought this was wow. the Kill Zone one. <laughs> wow. Well, now I get well, to this is probably still more relevant to your interests anyway. <laughs> oh, mark, mark, mark. Uh, Guys at Sucker Punch have been working so hard that the game will be releasing on May 26th in the U.S., so we're getting in a couple weeks early. Uh, no other, you know, no other details really listed yet. Uh, they're talking about a limited edition infamous costume for home, uh, a couple other things. So the posts that we've got in the, in the show notes are from the uh, PS blog post for this. Uh, I actually emailed PR yesterday about some coverage for, for uh, infamous so we're hoping to maybe get Sucker Punch on the show or whatever we can do. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, the game still looks really interesting to me. It's not it's not my number one choice for type of game, but uh, there are some things in the game that really intrigue me. So uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to trying this one out. You know, I hate to say it, but I'm almost sad that it's coming out earlier. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and people are gonna think I'm crazy, but I've just got it's so damn much to play right now that I don't know if I'm gonna have all my stuff finished up in time to like put any time into this. Um, well, I figured you would make me do the uh, do the coverage on on Infamous anyway. Yeah, I'll I'll game fly it if I have an open slot when it comes out, but otherwise, I'm not gonna play it for a while. Right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Definitely. Um, well, mm-hmm. do you want to do the, uh, the booster pack one? Yeah. Since we're way out of order now. Yeah. I think that was my fault. I don't know why it opened up yes, like it was. that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was my fault. Uh, As I was usual. right. I was right. Nah, 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 I bring nah, the show nah. down. That's right. Sega nation for life, yo. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's new we on Sega this week? Packs. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Fantasy star portable. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Outrun on Xbox Live Arcade that breaks online every time. Oh. Hey, only one of the online modes breaks every time you try to play it. (laughs) Ah, you know, that mode that you race in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Booster packs are on the way for Magic Ball, Cuboid, and Mahjong Tales. Uh, that's pretty much the article. <laughs> Magic Ball, um, as you know, is that kind of Arkanoid-ish, ball-breaking, or ball-hitting, brick-breaking, whatever. <laughs> ball-busting. The ball-busting Magic Ball uh, that we found incredibly boring. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> I like the game. It just, it just, it yeah. just kept going and going it, and going. I still... I, I fire it up every once in a while because I still like it's sitting there and I have a low percentage of trophies on it. And I'm like, you know, they're so easy. I should just get it. I start it up. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this game's actually pretty good. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> well, one, one thing nice about the magic ball thing is uh, there's going to be a, a free patch as well. That's going to add yeah. custom music support. That's huge for that. That's game. good. Cause the music is a little grating. 
By the way, Worms needs that, and uh, Bejeweled 2 needs oh, that yeah. as well. So get on that, please. And Puzzle Quest, because I'm Puzzle so Crack needs fucking that bad. sick of... I'm so sick of the Puzzle Quest music. Yeah, you ain't the only one. Um, Cuboid is getting an update, as I said. It's got 33 new levels and a level editor. So that's pretty badass. Um, I personally really, really liked Cuboid. Oh, it's also getting the custom music support through a free patch. Uh, I don't think I'll actually take advantage of the level editor in that. I'm just barely competent enough to make it through the levels, so I don't think I could actually make a level. But very cool game. I still urge everybody to check that out. And finally, Mahjong Tales gets 25 all-new layouts. Um, yeah. Does it? Oh, mouse support, too. Wow. Yeah, they're adding mouse support. Cool. Why have they not added mouse support to Lemmings? If they would add, and it was funny, Ro- yeah. Rothbard and I were talking about this, and he and I literally typed that to each other at the exact same time. If they would ask, add mouse support to Lemmings, I would buy it in an instant. Get on that, Sweet. Sony. Yeah, Sony. I don't think they care about that game anymore. That's too bad. It's such a great game. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. They'll be available Thursday, April 16th, which is this coming Thursday. Wow. The day the show comes out. Wow. How timely. I'll definitely... Yeah, I'm definitely buying Cuboid, and I just have this bad feeling I'll end up buying the Magic Ball one, too. You're so weak. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, next one, Alex Armour, who we have dealt with a lot in the past few months uh, from, from public relations there at Sony, uh, made a post on the PlayStation blog about the new Killzone 2 DLC, which is two new maps, which I'm very excited for. Uh, the first one being... Actually, it's it's based on the train level and the single player experience, uh, but they have two trains next to each other, and you have to try to jump over to the other one with all this crap flying through, and there's all these obstacles That'll you have to look cool. out for. Uh, there's one great one in the video where a guy's just standing there, and this obstacle hits his head and blows his head off, and uh, very very cool. That was one of my favorite levels in the game. Uh, but also the other one is going to be based on the ISA ship which is going to be very different for this game. Uh, number one, a lot different color palette. It's going to be a lot of whites, a lot of steel, uh, very brightly colored. Uh, but they're going to be very vertical maps if they're actually based on the single-player experience uh, where you have to really look down about two or three levels just to find somebody. So I'm really excited about this one. Uh, the interview on, on GameTrailers.com and on Spike TV with uh, Jeff Keeley, they kind of hinted at uh, quote-unquote retro materials coming soon so uh that should pique the interest of a lot of the kill zone fans out there that played the first one online quite a bit so uh no date or actually no price has been set the game the dlc is coming out april 30th um so as soon as pricing is out there we'll let you guys know but i'm definitely getting this uh i should probably start playing the game before i buy them god you suck (laughs) <laughs> I, f- I do feel really bad now because i had every intent of getting into it once street fighter died down but now i've got street fighter and i'm playing chronicles of riddick so well, plus street fighter's not gonna die down because happen. you guys have your league i know and i'm pretty much playing it every single chance i get i feel really God. bad because i keep wanting to do ad hoc party to play uh um Fantasy power Star. stone with nabashin and it just hasn't oh, happened yeah. yet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or you could play, or you could uh, get really, really drunk, pass out, and then have Eamon trying to get me to play Fancy Star yeah, Portable on Ad Hoc Party. Fucking bastards. <laughs> 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 oh. We'll talk about that later. 
Yeah. Is that uh, it for news? Uh, well, we have one more. I don't know if you want to uh, even read it or not. The feel good. Hey, well, actually, still doing the, okay. <laughs> no, this actually is a really interesting <laughs> article, and and joysticks got it. I read the original article, and it's it wasn't done by Sony. Uh, it was done by gosh, Gamma Sutra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, like but basically, they're just talking about the the attach rate and, and literally that the PS3, for what's considered the blockbuster games, the PS3 actually has a much higher attach rate per game uh, overall. And actually, uh, Street Fighter Four sold better on the PS3 than it did on 360. Um, so it, it's it's nice to see. And hopefully, the, the thing about this, is, it, I, I really don't think this is, I don't take this as, as something telling me as a PS3 owner to feel good. I think this tells the developers that, hey, you can be successful on the PS3 as well, which would be nice for us owners because then maybe we'll get some games that are made for the PS3 first instead of crappy ports a year later, like Lost yeah. Planet. So anyway, no, it's, it's a really interesting right. article, and uh, I'll link it in the show notes as well. It's a really good read. Uh, a lot of numbers, though, so if you're if, if numbers scare you like they scare me, just be careful. <laughs> so, man, your job has been so easy the last couple of weeks. So tell us what it's the new release right. is this next week. For PS2 and PS3, we have Dynasty Warriors Gundam 2. Ooh. I completely forgot that this was coming out so soon. Yeah. Mm. Going to go sell uh, some blood? Shit. Huh? Are you going to go sell some no. blood? I donate. I don't sell. Um, Crap. Because I got like <laughs> two games now. off from Gamefly right now. I haven't even touched Mad World still. I've had it for like a month or two. And I've got Riddick, which I want to buy, but I'm out of money. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I actually do want to play this because if it improved upon the first one, I think I'd actually enjoy Dynasty Warriors Gundam Two. Right, you would. Hmm. Yeah. No <laughs> right, online Blu-ray. Though, this fuckers. really. I don't know why people shy away from online on the PS2 so much, except for the fact that it uses dedicated servers. I'm wondering if they just. I, I don't get that because there's so many systems out there. You would think that they would still, they would still support that. Because actually, online yeah. on the PS2, it might not have had all the frills that Xbox Live had on the first Xbox, but it worked really well. Blu-ray this week, a lot of three packs, and I'm not going through all of them. Uh, but they're the actual full Blu-ray, so they're not like three movies on one disc. Thank God. Uh, but Hellraiser they comes out next week on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser, and they actually have a special edition that comes in the puzzle box as the case. Ooh, nice. So that's kind of cool. Uh, and that actually, the Hellraiser puzzle box Blu-ray includes the 20th anniversary edition of uh, Hellbound Hellraiser 2 and the first movie. So pretty nice. Uh, those were the, That's back when the movies were actually pretty decent and not like the uh, Leprechaun movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, wow, Warwick wow. Davis is a masterful actor. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to want this on Blu-ray, but Seth MacFarlane's Cavalcade of Cartoon Comedy, uh, it's a whole compilation of all, they're, they're these little clips that he does for the internet. I think they're like four minute, four or five minutes long. Uh, oh, crap, I might have to rebuy this. Sin City, unrated, recut, and extended on Blu-ray. Son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. Where is it? Yeah. Damn it. Or is that the same uh, as the, the DVD? extended dvd probably and that's the thing the dvd looks really good so i don't know if i need yeah. it or not um and also the wrestler on blu-ray the the big quote-unquote comeback for um and of course i forget his name Mickey now. Rourke. 
Mickey Rourke, which I don't consider it a comeback because he was freaking awesome in Sin City. Uh, the X Men trilogy going nowhere. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, the X Men trilogy comes out on Blu Ray next week as well. Eh, I have the DVDs. That's enough. Yeah, if you don't have them, probably worth it. But yeah, yeah. The, the problem is they can never like get them. it together on those movies. Well, the first one was good, but it didn't have much of a budget. The second one had a budget. I like the, but the second story one a was lot. a little meh. The second one's probably the best one, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, the third one I actually enjoyed a lot, but on a different level than the other yeah, two because it wasn't nearly as good. It was, it was like Hands Across America for for mutants in that movie. It was just tons of them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right, well, let's take our second break. When we come back, we'll uh, do our reviews. Hey, hey, everyone. My name's Dale Coolis, and I am host of the podcast On Tap, found on the VGEVO Podcast Network or on our new website at ontappodcast.com. And our podcast is a video game alternative podcast. You know, there's a ton of other awesome podcasts that cover the latest happenings of the industry well. So what we do is we focus on reviews, uh, retro reviews, roundtable discussions, and we even make sure to talk about a lot of the dreaded pile of video game movies. If you want to give your iPod or other audio device of your choice something different to listen to, uh, check us out. Look for us on the VGEVO Podcast Network or on tappodcast.com. Thanks. Okay, drinks are full and we are back. Uh, we're going to start off with a review of not only the PSP version, but also the PS2 version. We're going to review Samurai Showdown Anthology. Uh, I only got to play mm-hmm. the PSP one a little bit, so uh, this is definitely going to be up Mark's territory a lot more than mine. Yeah. Well, I'll keep the PSP version short. Basically, avoid it like the fucking plague. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's not I don't too good. Understand, I don't understand how they keep screwing up these SNK ports for PSP. It, God damn. I, I'm just pissed. It's Samurai Showdown 1 through 6. Uh, one through five were all Neo Geo titles, and then six was released after the death of the Neo Geo. Um, it uses the same sprites but higher res backgrounds. It was on uh, wait, 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 Thomas wait. Wave hardware. The Neo Geo never died. Don't even start that. <laughs> it did. I'm sorry. It's still alive in my uh, heart. Yeah, it's still alive in your basement. True, but uh, yeah, this compilation. First off, the load times are just horrendous. You're loading yeah. everything. Samurai Showdown 1 through 3 pretty much run okay, other than the loading times for everything. Loading the game, loading the match. Uh, 4 and 5 have some horrible slowdown. 6 has even more slowdown, but it just looks like shit, too. Uh, like, every all the little effects, like the hit sparks and the little, like, you know, fight thing that pops up in the beginning of the round are so horribly pixelated they look awful the sound effects are out of whack they're totally like off key and blaring um the music at least is okay in it uh yeah i i read some stuff on the game facts forums i were saying like the boss codes and hidden character codes don't even work in the games wow and it's it's just a piece of shit and like i'm out 30 bucks for it so that's going on ebay immediately um so i was a little pissed at that uh basically i bought that one because it's relatively impossible to find samurai showdown anthology for ps2 in a store nobody has it i ended up ordering it from walmart.com and doing like a 
site to store shipping thing because it's free. And uh, they shipped it. I got like three days it took to get it in the store. I got it. And nice. good God, it's like night and day difference. This compilation is fucking fantastic. Uh, everything is pretty much spot on. I didn't I didn't get to play a whole lot of it, but I didn't notice any slowdown in 1 through 5, which are all just the emulated Neo Geo ones. Um, the way it's set up is kind of weird. It's actually got some very nice-looking menus, especially compared to the PSP one. But you pick like an arcade mode to do 1 through 5, and then you pick the individual game. And then 6 runs kind of separately, Because I think what they did was they took the standalone release of Samurai Showdown 6 that was released in Japan and just integrated it into it. So you pick Samurai Showdown 6 on its own from a menu option, but it's separate mm. from all the other options in the game, like the control options, the sound options, the save options. So you do all that within Samurai Showdown 6, and it actually has a warning that comes up when you leave one section to go to the other, saying like, all your unsaved data you know, will not be saved and that kind of stuff when you switch from going wow. one through five or to the six portion. Um, but everything works great. It even includes arranged soundtracks, which we're missing from the PSP one. You can edit your character sprites. You can actually edit the, uh, the spirit, like the way the game plays, to mix and match different things from each of the Samurai Showdown games. Hmm. Uh, the, big, the big thing with six itself is that It has every character that was ever ever in a Samurai Showdown game. And when you select your character, you can actually select a different spirit from one through six, which emulates what was done in each of those games. So like the first one is real simple, and it just builds up the rage gauge as you get hit. Where rage. like five is incredibly complex and has all this stuff like the God, I don't even remember what the hell those modes were called. But I don't either. shit all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> It goes crazy, but uh, these games, though, as far as I can tell, they're perfect. I didn't notice any input lag, any slowdown. I'm not hugely familiar with all the Samurai Showdown games. I love them, but I never got to play the original Neo Geo ones that extensively. I mostly played the ports to other systems, but I love this collection. I really do. I mean, cool. The arranged soundtracks themselves are awesome. Hmm. What were you going to say? We can play a couple of them at your house. Yeah, you know, they, they still don't compare to the originals, mainly because here's my one big gripe with it, is that the emulated versions of 1 through 5 all have a blur filter on them. It's not uh, terrible, but it's noticeable. Most people probably won't give a shit. But uh, for 15 bucks, I can just be like, whatever. You know, these are the closest <laughs> I'm going to get to arcade. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's the closest I'm going to get to arcade perfect without owning a Neo Geo, and same with most people. But I highly recommend it, especially because it's $15. Bucks. Just go to walmart.com, order it. You can get it shipped for free. Um, yeah. I know Marquis was having trouble getting it from, I think, toysrus.com. So, yeah. I, or maybe it was Best Buy. One of them like, canceled his order. But I still have not seen this in a store ever. Yeah, we looked around quite a bit last weekend, and uh, the only thing we mm -hmm. ever saw was the PSP version. And that was even tough to even find. Yeah, even the stores that typically carry the cheap SNK titles like Toys R Us and Kmart, nothing. Wow. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was saying in that one email, Samurai Showdown kind of becomes like an advanced fighting game. It it just has a different feel than any other fighting game. It's very kind of slow paced. They really kind of, you know, stick to the samurai thing where it's slow paced. You 
most of the time you're doing a couple like really big hits that take off a ton of life. Yeah. And uh, even the the music itself is minimal in a lot of cases. Six is kind of funny because all of a sudden they've got like vocal tracks <laughs> for the background music all over the place. <laughs> but well, it's pretty I mean, cool. Simmer Showdown's always been a little bit more of a tactical fighter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not the the insane speeds of like a Street Fighter 2 HD or even Street Fighter 4 or whatever. Um, no. It, it's definitely one of those where you kind of have to plan your attack and, and you've got some really weird spirits that you can that you can conjure up and and some really cool moves but uh you know back in the day when that came out it was very different and that's what really set it apart and i think that's why the series has done so well um so i mean i own i think two or three the the samurai showdown games on the neo and and they've always you have uh you have my personal favorite samurai showdown 5 special which unfortunately is not in this collection it has samurai showdown 5 but not special well it's kind of funny because they they had said it was going to be, and then they yeah. kind of waffled on it and eventually just didn't include it. But the funny thing is, when Five Special was actually the final Neo Geo, I think MVS and Home release. I don't think they released any others after that. But SNK always said it would never be ported to anything, and then eventually, when it became SNK Playmore, I think they went back on that and like had planned to port it, but they ended up never doing it. Yeah. So it's a yeah, shame though well, because. Five is kind of a mess. It wasn't done by SNK. It was done by whatever company kind of bought up the rights before SNK bought them back. It's not bad, but it's got some issues. It's horribly unbalanced, especially the cheap-ass mini mini boss or second-to-last boss. And some of the new characters are way too powerful, but it's it's still decent. One one nice thing and one one very settling thing uh, that I saw in the in this anthology is that they actually added the blood to the game. I mean, it, that's always been a big point of contention mm-hmm. on the uh, Samurai Showdown series, even on the home system when they came over to America. Uh, most of the time, they would change the blood to white, and and that really pissed a lot of Neo Geo owners off, just because of the fact that you're paying six hundred fifty dollars for a system and two hundred dollars at the minimum for a game. Uh, I want the one that's in the arcade, and, and they decided to sanitize yeah. it anyway. Uh, so seeing that they actually added all the stuff that, that's usually sanitized from the U.S. version of the game uh, was very, very nice to see. Yeah, I think I, I read a post on GameFAQs, I think, saying something like the fatalities weren't quite as frequent as the originals, but, nah, whatever, that's not that big a deal. Yeah. But there's still plenty yeah. of blood. It's, it's worth pointing out six... Like the arcade release of six is the same way, but it does not have blood in it. Neither one did the home or the arcade. So for whatever reason, they sanitize that one a little bit. And uh, this will get the same disclaimer that King of Fighters 98 did for me. These are Neo Geo games. So you're going to have chunky pixelated characters and backgrounds in most of the cases. (laughs) Six is the exception because it was on newer arcade hardware, but it's got that weird look where it's got these nice crisp high res backgrounds but then the character sprites are ripped right from the Neo Geo, so they're very pixelated looking on top of it. But that's the way right. the game looks. And uh, as I said, there's a blur filter on 1 through 5. Right. So, so there, PSP there you go. version skip, PS2 version buy. Yep. Definitely. All right. So this next thing, did you know anything about the marquee doing this beforehand? No. I You sent it to me, I, and I'm I, like, yeah, I saw who it was from. I'm like, that's not about. Jack Bauer. That's the marquee (laughs) so i don't even know how this came about but we we get an email i believe it was yesterday 
And uh, they were talking about it on the, on the shout box as well. And for some reason, Jack Bauer sent his review, his written review to the marquee, who then recorded it for us. So he's our text-to-speech <laughs> review system now. Uh, so I think we're going to try to make this a semi-regular basis um, for the people that still insist on sending us a written review. Uh, it's going to go to the marquee, and I'm telling you now, you know, and you're going to hear it. If you don't spell check, if you don't punctuate, <laughs> he reads it just like text-to-speech, exactly how it's written. So, <laughs> huh. uh, so it, here's Jack Bauer, uh, his, his review of Wanted Weapons of Fate, uh, brought to us by our new text-to-speech system known as the Marquee. Hello, PlayStation Nation audience. It is I, the Marquee, here to save Glenn and Mark some time with some reader reviews. Today, we've got a review from none other than Jack Bauer, damn it! Where is the review? Wanted. Weapons of Fate review, the long version. With this game been released so long after the move, you'd think a lot of effort had been put into the game. That doesn't seem to be the case. The story is a sequel and prequel to the movie, which doesn't make much sense. The gameplay is pretty fun since you're able to curve bullets, round walls, and sometimes in cool slow-mo. But you soon realize it's the same old rinse and repeat gameplay. At times, you're subjected to awful on-the-rail sequences, poor turret set pieces, and shoddy sniping sections. Graphics are decent, but nothing special, and at times the level design is bland. On top of all the bad things, the game clocks in at under 3 hours on medium difficulty. There's even an unlockable time attack mode for you to race the developers, the fastest time being just over an hour. Rent, buy, or avoid? Rent only. It's fun for a while, but soon it's old. Sorry, Jack. I tried to read exactly as you wrote it, so please spell check in the future. Good day, PlayStation Nation. Okay, we are back, and our thanks to uh, Jack Bauer for sending it in, and our thanks for the marquee for actually reading <laughs> it for us. <laughs> Anything to make my life easier, I, I'm very happy about. Definitely. So, yeah. This is our new feature now? I guess. He said he'd do it for <laughs> us if we uh, ever get any more yeah. written reviews, so... Uh, Unless he was kidding, in which case, joke's on him. <laughs> yep, then everybody can send him more hate mail than usual. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, well, our next, uh, so, what well, we're going to do is... Wait, 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 wait. Let's what, elaborate what, what, what? on this a little bit. Okay. Um, basically, yes, the hedged ru- Hedges rule is no longer in effect. So if you have a written review, <laughs> feel free to send it. Um, if you don't record it, we'll get Francois Marquis to read it. No guarantee he's not going to make fun of your grammar or make fun of you. Yep. Um, I think we may have had a few written reviews that we skipped over or forgot about. Yeah. So if anybody I'll sent us the one emails. and well, just resend it if you sent us one and we didn't do it. So then we'll know. Um, and that's pretty much it. So there you go. <laughs> Enter uh, at your own risk. Exactly. <laughs> Enter your own at your own risk. Uh, the the views and opinions of the marquee are not de- necessarily those of the PS Nation podcast, Mark Sanger or Glenn Percival. 
All right. Well, you played a little bit of it so far. Uh, I know that you've yes. been very excited about this game. You should actually find out if Nine Volt would like do a, a review with you next week because I know he was really hot on this game. Yeah, I don't think he bought it though. Uh, we'll have to give him some shit for that. Uh, so a little yeah. hands-on with Riddick Assault on Dark Athena, which I have not played. Yeah. Except for Ooh, it's cool. I've only put like two, two and a half hours into it so far. Uh, but Riddick, the original Riddick game, Assault, or what is it, Escape from Butcher Bay on 360 yep. and PC, or not 360, on the original Xbox and PC was one of my favorite games last gen. It was a really cool mix of a first-person shooter, but it felt more like an adventure game than a first-person shooter, because the emphasis wasn't necessarily on the guns. There was a lot of stealth involved with running around in shadows with your blades, and Riddick's got the like the shiny eyes so you can see in the dark kind of thing. Um, this game, Assault on Dark Athena, is not only a new Riddick game, it also contains the original Escape from Butcher's Bay redone in high-def graphics, and it's got a new multiplayer mode. So I was definitely looking forward to this one because I like the original so much. And I gotta say, like I'm really, really happy with it. I've put most of my time into replaying Butcher Bay so far, it looks good. They upgraded the graphics quite a bit. It's not up there with something like Killzone 2, but I think that's kind of to be expected. I <laughs> played a little bit of The Assault on Dark Athena, and it looks good. Um, I was chatting with somebody on PS3, I think it was Sigma Omega, and he said he didn't think the demo looked very good, or maybe Wolfman said it on... Well, I even said the demo really didn't do a lot for me. I, I, I thought it was solid, but... Yeah. Um, I thought the demo was actually a little lackluster myself. Yeah. But I I don't know. The game as a whole, like, I just love Butcher's Bay so much. I think it's an awesome game. And most of the written reviews have said that Dark Athena doesn't quite live up to it, but it's still good in its own right. So that's kind of what I'm going off. I dabbled in the multiplayer a little bit. I was on really late at night, and there weren't a hell of a lot of people on PSN playing it. But the, the most attention seemed to go to the new pitch black mode, where it, it's pretty awesome. You uh, have a team that plays the Mercs, and a, one person plays Riddick. Uh, you'll start on like an above, like overground thing where you have boxes full of weapons, and as the Mercs, you grab one. Riddick, you start in the underground tunnels, and then the Mercs jump in. It's all completely dark inside. The Mercs all have flashlights on their guns. Riddick can obviously see in the dark and gets one-hit kills. Um, the more powerful gun you pick for the mercs, the smaller the flashlight is. So you're just kind of running around these tunnels looking for Riddick, and then whoever kills uh, Riddick becomes him next. So nice, nice little mode. I like it a lot. Um, But that's pretty much all I dabbled with. I'm really happy with the game so far, and I gotta say, if you never played Butcher Bay, I think this is worth it just for that. I think... uh, Goffy said that the same thing on Indus, and I completely agree that, but like it's awesome. Like I have a soft spot for the Riddick character too. The movies were fairly mediocre, I guess, but for whatever reason, I really enjoyed them. It's he's such a ge- generic antihero, and the whole universe is such generic sci-fi. But whatever the mix is, I just love it. And I actually went out yeah. and bought a Chronicles of Riddick on Blu-ray. <laughs> wow! So, I haven't watched that yet, but maybe I'll review that next week along with the game. We'll watch it on Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Y'all done? Yep. 
Wow, that was quick. That was a hands-on, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, take our final break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Fat Princess beta code giveaway that we've got and uh, what we're playing, and we'll get the heck out of here. This role-playing game out in 2004 returns to the world of Azeroth, where heroes like Leroy Jenkins do battle. And that would be the world of Warcraft. GamersOnlyOlder.com Because your limited online game time should not be ruined by douchebags. Welcome to the Gamers of VG Evil Network podcast affiliate. Okay, kids, we are back. And uh, as a lot of people saw, uh, by the way, we're recording here on the 15th. As a lot of you may have saw today, uh, the PlayStation blog actually ran a little contest uh, for a chance to get a, uh, a a code or a voucher to get into the uh, Fat Princess uh, beta, the closed beta. Uh, so they had 250 spots to give away. And what's different about this, this is not like the little big planet quote-unquote beta that we had uh, where it was pretty much just a chance to get everybody in there and really check out the servers and everything else. This is a true beta. Uh, they are really looking for someone that will give a lot of time and effort into this game to make it better, uh, which means that you're probably going to be listed. And I don't know all these details firmly, but uh, just from kind of going on how they handle the Warhawk beta and a couple of the other ones, you're probably going to have access to special forums so that you can give feedback. You can tell them when it, if it crashes, you know, what's going on. So, we're we're asking everyone that that wants to get a chance at this that you know don't just enter because you want to check out Fat Princess. I think I'm not sure, but I have a feeling there's going to be some kind of an open beta type thing anyway. Um, but what what we have five slots that we're going to be able to uh, get to somebody, and they're going to ask for your for your email address and your PSN ID if you're chosen. So. What we're asking for is for, for everybody to just shoot us an email with uh, Fat Princess Beta in the, in the subject line. And we need all entries by midnight uh, Central Standard Time on Sunday, April 19th, uh, because I'm going to submit these to Sony on Monday morning. Uh, so email us for your chance. We're going to pick them out randomly like we always do. I'll, actually, I'll probably be at Mother's, so I'll just have my mom... Pick them out as usual. <laughs> pick, the, pick the winners out, mother. Um, <clears throat> but this is a great opportunity for somebody to really get involved. The nice thing about being in the beta is that if you are somebody that, that gives a lot of feedback and really kind of, kind of gets really involved, you, you have a better chance of being automatically um, considered for another beta later on. And, that, and that's the truth. You know, Once I was in the Warhawk beta, I got invites to a couple of the other ones like Home and the Little Big Planet and blah, blah, blah. So, like I said, please, you know, if you just want to check out the game, wait. Uh, this is this is something that this is a really good chance to get involved with the game. But they're they're really looking for someone that's going to put a lot of time and effort into this and help out with making sure that the gameplay is right, the balance is right, you know, the servers running well, whatever. Uh, and our thanks to Jeff Rubenstein over at uh, the PlayStation Blog uh, for for affording the, us these these five uh, vouchers. Uh, he just came right out and offered today, and uh, I, I said, of course, we'd love to get involved with this. So uh, Mark and I are both going to be in the beta as well. We we are both getting Yay. vouchers. 
So uh, we'll be on there to play with you guys, and maybe we can have a little VG Evo night if you know the five people that get involved with this want to get on with us. Um, so send us an email to podcast at psnation.org. Put Fat Princess uh, contest in the subject. Or actually, what was it? Fat Princess Beta in the in the subject, and uh, you know we'll go through them, and well, I'll pick the five winners on Sunday night and get those submitted over to um, to Sony. And actually, in the, in the email that you send, please list your email address. Don't just uh, say, "Oh, well, it's from the email address." So I'll just leave it. Actually, list your email address, list your real name, and list your PSN ID, please, uh, so we can get that information off to Sony as well. So. Um, then yeah. the man will own this you. is a great opportunity guys this is a really really kick-ass opportunity so mm-hmm. all right uh we'll get to what we've been playing mark i have a buttload of stuff so why don't you start you're a buttload well that's true I, won't uh, deny that. I haven't been playing much except the regular stuff tons of street fighter 4 as usual <laughs> no shit what do we last friday you were here and uh my buddy Dop came over, and we played, I think it was a grand total of like five and a half hours. Something like that, yeah, four. we played a lot of Street Fighter. Like against each other, and eventually online against random people. And then well, uh, around I, midnight, it was really it fun, out. though, because we get to watch you play your league game. Oh, yeah, against, who did I play? Um, uh, Chibi Night, it I was Chibi Night. Yeah. Dop and I were there cheerleading yes. on for you, and you got you got behind early, and and we were rooting for you, man. And it, it, this is what I love so much about Street Fighter, and, and I've always loved about it is even if you're not playing it. I mean, I sat there and watched you play for you and Dop play for, for quite a while, and I had a blast doing mm-hmm. it. So yeah, yeah. Now, the the Chibi Night matches were intense because he swept me the first two rounds. Uh, this was for yeah. the Scrub Sport. Oh, and we uh, got the the website wrong last week. It's sf. What's this we stuff? You got the website well, you're wrong. You're part of the show, man. You know, blah blah blah. All right, what is it again? What's the real one? SF.interactivedistractions.com, not SF4. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's uh we play five rounds. And uh he swept me the first two. Then the second two rounds we went two to one. I won both of them. Then the last round he switched up to a new character and I swept him that round. So Really intense, like they were all close because yeah. I he played Goken for the most part, and I hope yeah. I'm not giving away his secrets here. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't played a whole lot of Gokens, and he was just wrecking me up. That was getting hairy. So great games, Chibi. I really enjoyed it. We got to play again sometime. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, yeah, and then yeah, we played against other people all night. Drank some incredible scotch. No, it was whiskey. <laughs> was it whiskey? Get it right. It was. Scotch. It was- no, Tullamore Dew is Irish whiskey. Oh, okay. Sorry. It is my favorite all-time Irish whiskey. Yeah, that was good, and uh, <laughs> I passed out around midnight. <laughs> well, you didn't just have that. We had the Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, which I think you well, and, yeah. and Dop had a little bit, but we went through almost a half a bottle that night, and then uh, found my favorite, one of my favorite all-time Belgian beers, which is the... Um, the uh, St. Bernardus App 12 in bottles. I couldn't believe I found it. And a great price on those. So, you know, we threw those in the fridge and you and I split one of those, which, oh my God, was that phenomenal. Oh, man. Yeah, that um, was good. And then we, we were the drinking other some other week. stuff that you bought. and Yeah, and then you passed out on the couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you put the camera on me when you're in chat with 
Who was all there? Uh, well, at first we were just on text chat. We were, I don't remember what we were playing. We, actually, I think we were playing Street Fighter or else Worms. And uh, I said that you were passed out. And then we said, well, let's get on video chat. So it was me. It was Two Hands Revy. It was Vladrick. Uh, Eamon joined up later. Uh, animated Fan was on, but his PS3 kept disconnecting from the network. <laughs> like, constantly. Um, gosh, who else? I'm forgetting somebody. Oh, uh, of course, Project. So, And Project oh, yeah. was drinking Duh. Sailor all night. And Vladrick was drinking Sailor all night. Which, they were tearing through it pretty good. Uh, and then the funny thing was, Revy, his fiance was asleep, of course. So, and he's afraid of her completely. So he's just he's whispering. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, go do that. Yeah, I'm gonna take a video of it. Yeah. So <laughs> we had the camera on you, and and I was talking the whole time on the headset, and the and the cats kept climbing on you. And then we finally talked yeah. Vladrick. We we'd always heard about this, but we talked Vladrick into doing the. Uh, the Carlton Banks dance from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> and he actually had the song loaded up. Uh, Tom Tom Jones, it's not unusual. So uh, he went over and did the Carlton dance a couple times for us, which was absolutely hysterical. And I'm laughing my ass off, and you still wouldn't wake up, which is the funniest part about. Yeah, I was out. I worked. I got up early to go to work all week to make up some hours, and yeah, that plus alcohol made me a wreck. <laughs> well, the funniest part was then you got off the couch and walked over to the you have a futon over farther over in the in the room. And yeah. you're like, "Why is the camera on me?" So you got up and went over to the futon, well then I just turned the camera. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so all of us, I think I disconnected at about 3:30 in the morning and they were all still on when I left. Um so it was fun. I mean, we were all sitting there on the vo- on the video chat and it worked great. I mean, it, it the video worked beautifully. I was I was really impressed. I've never had six people in a in a chat before, um, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and we had some fun at your expense. But oh well. <laughs> yeah, you jerks. <laughs> at least at least we didn't shave your eyebrows or anything. That's true. You probably would have broke yeah. the clippers. <laughs> uh, what else have I been playing? Well, Riddick, obviously. Um, I don't think I got any more worms in. The Shame hell on you. else? Well, uh, we picked up. Well, you and I both went a little game shopping crazy last weekend. Yeah, and I'm broke. GameStop was doing that clearance sale. Yeah. So I picked up. Let's see what else? Well, I'll just go over the PlayStation relevant stuff. I picked up a uh, Final Fantasy One for PSP, and you bought one and two, right? Why I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were ten dollars. That's why. Yeah, ten bucks a piece. I already had two, which I picked up for like five or ten bucks at Sears on clearance. Yeah. Um, and I also picked up Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus for PS2, which we played for a little bit. I didn't feel comfortable enough doing a hands-on yet because we just did versus mode for like twenty minutes. But uh, I'll play more of that, that so I can actually. review it for next week. Did we? We played yeah, for quite a while. I, I, I don't know. I just bought it to kind of dabble before uh, Blaze Blue because I've never been a huge Guilty Gear fan. It's pretty neat, though. But I'll, yeah. I'll talk about that more next week. Uh, I actually have been playing quite a bit of Final Fantasy 1 on PSP, though. Wow. And I like it. I like it a, quite a bit. Um, they did a great job just kind of like up everything, and it's got some really nice arranged music. It's still a very simple RPG, obviously, because this is back from the NES days. They've right. improved it a little bit, made it easier, but it's fun. I, I don't know. It it does suck that what did these originally come out at like forty bucks a piece or something? Maybe thirty. Yeah, they had the uh, square tax. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. But for ten bucks a piece, they're more than worth it. Yeah, so I agree. I'm that's why I picked those. them up. 
Yeah. And uh, at the GameStop sale, I also picked up Final Fantasy 3 and Chrono Trigger for DS, which were both discounted. So, yeah, I went a little nuts, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and then we played a, a bunch of your Neo Geo while you were over. Yay! Which you graciously left at my house. Woo-hoo. Yay! Aww. <laughs> um, I think that's kind of it. I don't think I played much else. Oh, that is, oh yeah, I said Street Fighter 4, yeah. duh. That's kind of a given nowadays. Yeah, it pretty much is. I don't even have to say anymore. Yeah, I put another 20 hours into Street Fighter 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I played a lot. And, and and the funny thing is, it really wasn't like, it was real concentrated. Like when I was over at your house, things like that. Uh, so just going down the list for Neo Geo, Samurai Showdown 2 and 5 Special. Um, we, we You and I sat down and played quite a bit of a lot of the games. And man, it was such a blast. I love that system. Uh, King of Fighters 98, which is just awesome. Uh, World Heroes 2 and World Heroes Perfect, which I talked a little bit about before. And uh, two of really some of my favorite games on on the system. Uh, Baseball Stars 2, which is just phenomenal on the Neo Geo. Um, Very different from the first Baseball Stars. uh, Completely different mechanic. Uh, And then the the game I bought from Carlson, which is the home cart, uh, just no case, of uh, Super Baseball 2020, which uh, had... Uh, translations out on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. Uh, what is the, it's a futuristic baseball game uh, where mm-hmm. you can buy like upgrades for your players. You can also get robots. Uh, they're just flat out robots. You can also like replace a player with a robot so they don't get so tired. Um, and it, it's it's kind of like baseball, but it, like the foul line doesn't go all the way down. It only goes to the bases. And then if you get it out in the outfield, it's it's fine. Um, you can actually hit it up into the stands, and it's not a home run unless you hit dead center in the home run zone. Uh, there's like launch pads, but the other cool thing is, uh, after I think the third inning, they start setting crackers, what they call them, which are landmines. So if you're out there fielding in the infield and the outfield, you have to watch out for these landmines and they'll actually blow you up and damage you. Um, and, and one really quick piece of trivia was, uh, you know, the translations that came out for the SNES and the Genesis, the Genesis one actually was a better version simply because the Super Nintendo version, because Nintendo was so about, you know, family and no violence and everything else. The Super Nintendo version actually doesn't have the, the landmines in it. There's no crackers. Uh, so, I mean, the graphics and everything else are better on the SNES version, but that's a huge part of the gameplay. And they took it right out of the game. So, suck it. It sucks. I think Takara brought those out. Um, so, shame on you, Takara. Uh, for the PSP, uh, one of the games I picked up for 10 bucks, Worms Open Warfare, which is basically the PSN version of the game. But it is missing some of the weapons, so it's almost like the 360 version, actually, uh, as it's missing the baseball bat, the holy hand grenade, etc. Um, very ambitious game for that system. It actually has like the the, the pseudo 3D backgrounds and everything. Uh, frame rate suffers a little bit because of that, but overall, it's a fun game, and it you know it supports ad hoc um, wireless multiplayer, which I haven't tried yet. But I played a couple games at your house, um, and and fun. You know, it's it's great having a, a portable version of Worms. I, I love playing the game, and it's a great time waster for me. So I'm I'm really happy about that. Uh, played a little bit more Suikoden, not, not not a lot. Uh, it's another one of those where the phone kept ringing. Uh, Pinball Hall of Fame Williams Collection, of course. That's kind of my Street Fighter Four. Um, <laughs> the PS1 version that we got from I think the Hong Kong store of uh, Sonic Wing Special which is a vertical mm. shmup. Uh, it's known as Aero Blasters 2 and Aero Blasters 3 on the Neo Geo. Um, but just a blast of a game. Uh, I, I think John from Drunken Gamers bought the Saturn version at MGC. 
may have been Mo. I think it was Mo. Um, so the PS1 version I really like. I don't know which one's the better version, to be honest, but it's a very cool game. If you can find it for either platform, highly recommend it. it it's, it's a fun shmup. Uh, and, of course, the Samurai Shodan Anthology, which we've talked about ad nauseum already. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Turbo Graphics and also the Super Graphics, I went a little nuts this week. Uh, played Aldines, played 1941 for the Super Graphics. Uh, and then on the Turbo, Blazing Lasers, which, in my opinion, is still one of the top five shmups ever. Uh, Devil's Crush, which is one of my favorite pinball games. Uh, New Adventure Island, uh, John over at DJR was talking about that last week. And uh, I agree. I, I agree with him uh, that it, it probably is a better version of the game than the remake on the GameCube. But uh, he, he failed to mention the Super Nintendo version, which is actually phenomenal for Adventure Island. Uh, so, uh, John, if you're listening, go check that one out. Uh, Super Adventure Island 1 and 2, I believe, on the SNES. Uh, which are one of the first games I ever played on the SNES, actually, and the music's fantastic. Hmm. Uh, Darius Plus on the Turbo Graphics, which is awesome, uh, and actually it, it upgrades the visuals a little bit on the Super Graphics, where you don't get as much flicker. Uh, Galaga ninety, which is just an awesome game. I think you can get that on Virtual Console. Uh, the Turbo Graphics are actually the PC Engine version of Gradius, which is awesome. Uh, I, I really love that version because it looks a lot better than the NES one. It plays great, and uh, it's just really solid. And uh, one of my, again, one of my favorite cut-em-ups ever, Magical Chase. I, I love that game. I can go through it every time, even on hard, but I just love the game, and, and it's just a blast to play. Um, and then today, I decided to, to achievement horror a little bit. So I threw, and man, did I get shit for playing this game on, on live. Uh, on the 360, 50 Cent Blood in the Sand, I'm playing on my own account now so yeah. I can get as many achievements as you have on it that I got for you. Uh, so I'm playing that today, and everybody, everybody's messaging me like, "Why are you playing that piece of shit?" Even though I still contend it's not a bad game, it's just not a sixty dollar game. But I did, yeah. he- I can finally hear the dialogue, which is great because it's even funnier now. Because when, when <laughs> I was playing at your house, we had so many people in that basement, I just couldn't hear it. And uh, my God, the, the <laughs> it's fucking clear, Fitty. All right, yeah, it's fucking clear. It's not just clear; it's fucking clear. Um, yeah, so playing that for a couple hours today, and, and I do just want to kind of blow through it, just because I want to see the ending on it. I don't know why. It's it's like one of, it's, a, it's, it's like a car wreck. I just want to see it. Uh, for PS2, like you said, the Guilty Gear, Double X, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I really enjoyed the game. I, I, I love the soundtrack in those Guilty Gear games, man. It's, it's really good, yeah. very reminiscent of like a... Uh, of Lords of Thunder, that that kind of thing. So really, just heavy rock. Um, definitely a different fighting game than what we're used to. I mean, it, it's a little a little bit slower as well, and the moves are just insanely grandiose. Sometimes. I don't know about slower. It's just it seems it, like fundamentally, it's still a two D fighter, but there's so much yeah. shit that you can do, and the way the moves work is kind of different than the typical Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's based a little bit more heavily on on a combo and chaining system. I thought, as far as we could get. Yeah. I mean, I I just you know we haven't had any practice with it, but I enjoyed it. I, I think it's a really well done game. I think it looks great, and um, I think the art's really good. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to Blaze Blue. I really want to try it. Uh, of course, King of Fires Twelve. Uh, man, that looks just awesome. Um. And then PS3, a little bit more Warhawk. Not enough. I do want to... Actually, I'm probably going to play Warhawk tonight for Warhawk Wednesdays. Uh, Worms. Uh, my internet actually was down last night for some reason for like two hours. First time this DSL connection's ever gone down on me. Hey-oh. Hmm. Um, so I ended up... 
I, I was on like challenge 12 on Worms, which is the single player challenges. There's 20 of them. So I was working on those last night. I got up to 18. So I'm, uh, I'm working on number 19 right now. Uh, and after that, you know, I'll play online a lot more and whatever. But uh, I just love that game. Uh, also, my parents have been bugging me uh, to try out Buzz. They'd seen a commercial for it, and they wanted to try it out. They love trivia stuff. So in my travels this last few days, I took Buzz with me and, and hooked it up at their house uh, yesterday, actually. And we played a couple games of Buzz, and they loved it. They they understood it. They understood the controller, and they loved it. So I left Buzz at their house, and I, I'm wondering if this is a great test to see if they'll actually, on their own, throw the game in and try to play it. Hmm. So we'll see if this is the gateway drug. Uh, and I did show my mom Flower as well, and I think she was very intrigued by that. So I might get my my parents playing. She's going to turn 70 this year, and I might get her playing games. Uh, wow. Of course, a lot of Street Fighter 4 at your house. I, love, see, I think that's one of the things about Street Fighter 4 with me. I don't like playing it at home alone, but when I'm over at your house or somebody else's house, I don't mind playing it. Yeah, it is a lot more fun to play when there's a lot of people around. It, it's kind of the it's kind of the what I kind of described with Fight Night Round Three, where I don't sit at home and play the game, but when I've got a crowd around and everybody's watching the fight and everybody's getting into it, that's what that kind of excitement, that electricity in the air, that's what does it for me on games like that. So, uh, you know, I, I I'll still play it here. I'll play it on. I haven't played it online since I got home, but um, with me traveling as much as I've been lately with interviews and whatnot. Uh, this next couple of weeks are just going to be so weird. I'm not even going to worry about it. Um, <clears throat> burn Zombie Burn, we played a little bit more of, and I played a little bit more of on my own, trying to learn the, the chaining system and everything. Uh, and then a, a literal shit ton of MLB 09, the show. Uh, we may be starting a new character because we totally suck. Um, <clears throat> after, I think, four seasons, we got up to the uh, major leagues. And in our first season of the majors, we not only got the Golden Glove, which, for Mark's sake, is a uh, uh, an award for fielding. Uh, we also got hey, Rookie of the Year. They have the Golden Glove in Ninja Baseball Batman. I'm familiar with that. There you go. Yeah, and, and it helps your power against zombies. Um, <laughs> so we got a Gold Glove, and we got Rookie of the Year. Our next season, we couldn't even hit over, like, 260, and we got knocked back down to the minors. So... <laughs> We we think we've just ruined this character, so we might actually kill him and, and start a new one. But uh, you know, a couple more nights of literally staying up till three thirty four in the morning playing. Uh, I actually outlasted Adam a couple times, even uh, so at least once. So a lot of that game over the weekend, and actually we played Monday as well uh, because Rock decided to take a day off from work because he didn't want to go in. So. Uh, went back there. I was waiting around Oshkosh to see if I had an interview in Milwaukee this week, which it's next week, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so to pass the time, I went back down and played baseball. So, yeah, a um, lot of video game playing last week. It, it was a little, little insane, mainly because I wasn't at home, so I had my PSP a lot, and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. All right, well, I'm done. <laughs> That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it is a lot of stuff. I It, it was a blast, though. Uh it's it's it, oh also um i pulled down I, I was dicking around and i went to our my to my uh hong kong account to see if i had any credit left on there and i did and i was huh. like oh 14 dollars and then i realized it's chinese money Holy shit. Oh. no 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 <laughs> it's like one game on the on the hong kong store was like 115 dollars 
for Hong Kong oh. money. So uh, I actually had just enough to pull down a Mega Man Nine theme, uh, a, a paid theme. <laughs> so I, I pulled that very down. Nice. That was kind of neat. Yeah, pretty neat. It, very retro. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, I I've just been hitting the whole gamut here. I'm going to start packing up some of my systems. So I wanted to play a lot of like Turbo Graphics and things like that. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be next few weeks because I don't know if I'm moving or not, so I'm going to start packing the house. Uh, it'll probably be just PSP, PS3, and possibly 360 I'll be talking about. And so, yeah. So anyway, uh, all right, well, let's go through the regular stuff here. Uh, don't forget, guys, come on, FuriousGamer.com. It's one word, HTTP, colon, backslash, back, or actually forward slash, forward slash, FuriousGamer.com. It's 99 cents for your iPhone or your iPod Touch, both versions now. Get out there and check it out. It's it's a great app. You're you're supporting some independent guys that really I think I love the vision. I mean, it, literally, Mark and I said yes pretty much right away when they asked us to join up. Um, mm-hmm. But Lauren's a great guy. We've never talked to the other two, but Lauren's enough. <laughs> now I I I love the app, and uh, I I don't use it as much as I a lot of people probably do, just because of where I live and everything. But um, if I move to Milwaukee, I guarantee I'll be using it a lot more. Um, if you want to find yeah. us on Twitter, uh, look under PS3 Nation, all is one word. On Facebook, we are PS Nation Podcast. Just do a search. Uh, don't forget about reviews in the Zoom Marketplace and iTunes, not just for us, but for everybody else in the VGE Evo Podcast Network. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can do so at podcast at psnation.org. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can either use Skype and call directly to WDT Torgo. Or you can leave us a voicemail on our regular phone line, which is 920-626-4464. Standard long-distance rates apply. So uh, next week, we're going to record a day early, but the show will still come out on Thursday. Uh, And the reason we're going to record a day early is because we're going to do the show from Mark's basement again. Yay. Yay. So we'll be sitting in the same room again, and hopefully we won't choke each other or anything. We'll just keep (laughs) the, the cat between us. Okay. <laughs> that won't be a problem. Um all right. Well I think we're out of here. Yeah. All right. Well from from Mark and I to all of you, get out there, play some games. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. People have asked um and wonder how it could come to pass that business in this country could get completely out of control. And it's uh it's pretty understandable now. Everybody knows what the truth of the situation is now. Because it's obvious. And that is the fact is, is that business and government have been in bed together our whole lives. And the difference is, is they used to keep it hidden. They used to be fucking each other, but we didn't know about it. It's like when you're at a hotel and you know somebody's fucking somewhere, but you don't know where. (laughs) Somebody's fucking. I know somebody's fucking. Now they do it right in front of us. They have no guilt whatsoever. They're just like two big dogs that are stuck together and they can't separate. Even a glass of water won't stop them. They're out of control. But that's, that's just the way it is. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Okay, it doesn't matter. Both parties are up to their neck in this. It's unbelievable. You can take any political leader you want. Take uh, Vice President Cheney when and if you can fucking find him. He was completely gone. Then we went to war in Iraq, and he shows up on Sunday. We're going to go to war in Iraq, ha And then he ran away again. I don't even think it's Dick Cheney anymore. I think he looks suspiciously like my old shop teacher. 
Dick Cheney works for the federal government his, most of his life, and he was a public servant, and that's to his credit. And then, as many public servants do, he went to work in the private sector. He's hired by Halliburton, an international oil company that hires him to be the CEO. It's a company, when Dick Cheney ran it, did business in the 90s with Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Someone that I've been told by my government was evil. <laughs> and they made a ton of money there. And because they made a ton of money, when Dick Cheney was asked by George Bush to run with him, when he left the company to do that, the company gave him $31 million to thank him, because that's what companies do. And so he took the money, and he ran to be the vice president, and he won. And at that point, I said, uh, Vice President Cheney, I think you should return the money. And he said, uh, Lewis, I think you should go fuck yourself. <laughs> And he certainly had the, the right to say that because uh, he doesn't have to return the money because there's no law in place because we're fucking stupid. <laughs> and we are. There are people who argue with me about this and they're wrong. <laughs> I usually see two sides to any question and this time, no. <laughs> I don't because I think that uh, we've got to rethink it and we, and we don't think about it very clearly and neither do the people who lead us. We've elected you to be the vice president of this country, and by electing you to be the vice president, we've honored you in a way that is more important than money. That's why you don't get to keep the money, fucknut. Because we have said to you that we believe you are so good that you should be our leader and our role model. And if you are a really good role model, you should give the fucking money back! Because... If you're the vice president, you don't have to worry for the rest of your life. And it may not be $31 million worth of no worries, but there ain't a moment in your life that you're ever going to want. You never read, he was the vice president, but now he's a heroin addict. <laughs> he can walk into any bar in Minneapolis and the bartender go, fuck, it's the vice president, somebody get him a margarita. The reason you don't give him the money is because Vice President Cheney is in charge of determining what our energy policy is going to be. And he's doing it with $31 million of oil company money in his pocket. Is anybody fucking home? If Big Oil gave anybody in this room 31 million bucks, you'd be thrilled to be Big Oil's bitch. <laughs> and I can guarantee the first time somebody pumped your gas, you'd be so excited you'd probably blow them. 